This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, April 7th, and we are here to try to convince everyone listening that money is not scary, it is not boring, it does not say anything about how good or bad you are, it's just a means to an end. And the show is about you. Your questions make this all possible. For me and for my co-host and executive producer, Mark Talercio, you make it possible for us to provide you with unconventional and hopefully entertaining insights on your money and your life. Mark, would you say that we sort of, we can switch off being good cop, bad cop. So who do you want to be, the good cop or the bad cop today? Uh, I'm going for good. You're always good. You know, I feel like sometimes I have to be the vice principal and Mark's the principal. Mark's the magnanimous principal who says to the parents like, oh, yeah, she's such a good kid. And I'm like, yeah, but she misbehaves in class. You know, so I, I have to I have to sometimes hold you accountable to the things you want to do. This is not about me. Right. This is about you guys. So if you've got a financial question, if you've got something going on in your life, if you need another set of eyes and ears or two sets in this in this case, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. You'll complete the form. You'll let us know whether or not you want to come on the air with us. So right now we've got Kim from DC. What can we do for you? So Jill, my husband and I are discussing what to do about our living situation. We have- you keep living. That's what I think you should do. Yeah. Keep living. Right. We're just juggling a lot of priorities right now. Uh, okay. I don't know if we're being too conservative with our choices or if we're being prudent. Okay. So Kim, tell us a little bit about yourselves. How old are you? I am 39. How old is husband? He is 41. You have kids? We have two. How old are they? They are 15 and nine. Living situation, you said. So you ha- you own a home now? We just sold our primary residence. So we had an apartment right in downtown DC that we just sold. So we have okay. the proceeds from that in a savings account right now. Okay. How much are the proceeds? 150. And what are you going to do, rent for a while? We're renting, yes. Just tell me what you're renting so I can try to put this in the frame of like what it would be comparing to for a house. So how much are you paying in rent? We're paying $2,500 a month. Mm -hmm. We're in the suburbs, so it's a bit cheaper out here. And Mm -hmm. we have an 1,100 square foot two-bedroom apartment. Is that like teeny with two kids or is that okay with two kids? How does it feel? It's more space than we had downtown. You were downtown and now are you trying out the burbs? Like I'm kind of intrigued by this. Like, Or was it someone offered us a boatload of money for our place? Let's just do it. 
we wanted to qualify for in-state tuition for college because our 15-year-old will be going to college in just over two years. So you're in one of those suburbs, either a Maryland or a Virginia suburb. Right. Okay, got it. So are you going to buy a house? Like what's your, what's the game plan? Eventually, um, we're renting for the next year. We just Mm -hmm. moved in here. So that's locked down for that time period. But then eventually we would like to buy again. We're just not sure what size mortgage we should get on our income. And our income is still going up. We expect it to go up in the next two years. So Mm -hmm. we might want to wait until that happens to make a decision versus Mm. making that determination off of what we're bringing in now. And then, of course, our son going off to college and tackling that. Kim, how much do you earn and how much are you how much do you guys earn together? Um, We earn 270. And are you both contributing to retirement plans? Yes. Okay, maxing out like uh, 20,500 a year? Well, we can't do that. So my husband is a highly compensated employee. He works Mm. for a business that has about a thousand employees, but there's very low plan participation. So do you know why? Because they're his cheapo employer has to give a match and then that they'll be able to boost participation. Yeah, they do give a match. And they still they, can't get participation up? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I won't ask too many questions. I don't want to be exposing you. So how much can he put away? Not twenty thousand five hundred, but what, like ten, twelve? Fourteen but you're maxing yours out. I don't have a workplace retirement plan. So I have been using IRAs. Oh, you work for an organization that doesn't offer a plan or are you self-employed? I'm self-employed. So I do have a solo 401k. It's small because I just started it a few years ago. I learned about it listening to your show. And then we we do our IRAs. So if you look at your 270, He's putting 14 in the 401k. You're both, are you both putting money into IRAs? Are you doing 6,000 each? Yes. Okay. And how much are you also doing in the solo 401k? It's been about five to 10,000 okay. for the year. You have these two kids. Are you saving for college as well? Yes. What do you got? 529 plans? They each have a 529 plan. Yes. Okay. How much is in each of them? 15 year old has how much? Let's see. He has 115 in his. The nine-year-old has 90 in his. Okay. This is fantastic. All right. What's the balance in all the retirement plan stuff? Do you have just sort of a ballpark number for what's, you know, what you have saved? Right. So I'm, I'm also, I just started a taxable brokerage account that I consider a retirement account just in case we can't do mm-hmm. backdoor Roths anymore. Okay. Um, and I purchased some I bonds that I think of as like our bond allocation for retirement. Okay. So if I take all both of those plus the others that I mentioned, we have 390 in retirement. Great. And where are all these accounts held? Where do you have your solo and the Roths? Where where is that held? Schwab. And you're doing it yourself. So you don't have a, an advisor. Correct. Okay, good. All right. Now let's move on. What are we going to do about this house situation? Because I feel like 2500 is actually pretty cheap. How much would it cost you to buy the home that you would want? Let's just, uh, and again, you said it's not, it's at least a year from now. It could be two years from now. But what are we looking at in terms of a, a home in the future? I think ideally, we the mortgage size would be 600 to 650 We could bring it down from there if we went out a little bit further. 
if that's mm-hmm. too much. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm coming down now. I'm looking at that size mortgage and that scares me. Um, I know I'm scared for you. Um, (laughs) And that would be like, are you thinking like you would have whatever an eight or $900,000 house? Right. Would you be willing to rent for longer? Yes, absolutely. Well, what's, and what's the projected income increase yeah, that's, that's on the horizon? Yeah, so we're, we we have that you guys make $270,000 together. What do you think in two years that we're looking at in terms of income? Probably in the 325 to 340 range. Mark, what do you think about this whole housing dilemma for these guys? Uh, well, I was just running some numbers. I mean, if they had a $650,000 mortgage, I'm just saying, you know, 4% interest rate, it's about a $3,100 a month payment. Wait, 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 wait. Don't run it at 4%. Run it at 5%. Yeah, on a $650,000 loan. Right. It's about $3,500. How do you feel about that $3,500 a month in just principal and interest? That's not homeowners, taxes. You know, that's a jump up. How do you feel about that? I think it would be a stretch right now, and I would be nervous about interfering with our other goals. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500 so the goals are let's 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 pull this out you want to educate these kids you want to retire at some point what else is another goal that's pretty much it okay so do you like my retirement at some point are are (laughs) either of you i'm presuming you're not is your husband entitled to any pension no all right mark what do you want to do I mean, actually, the 529 plans are great. You said in-state because that was the whole point of moving to a place. What's the in-state tuition for um, 15-year-old-ish? So assuming that tuition and fees stay about where they are now in two years, it should mm-hmm. be about 125 So you've got enough save for 15-year-old, basically. I mean, you got to throw 10 grand in, but big deal, right? Okay, and so for the for the nine-year-old, You'd have to throw a little bit of extra money in there, but not too much more because that money will grow. So it feels like in your two goals, you're really set. The college is good. Mark, what do you think about the retirement where we are? Well, I was going to ask, based on the uh, the current rent payment and all your other monthly expenses after you guys make your retirement contributions and 529 contributions, what's the cash flow looking like right now on a monthly basis? It varies. We're we're saving. We generally spend about seventy five hundred a month, and our savings per month will vary um, four to six thousand a month. That's good. That's a lot. That's amazing. If you've got four or six grand a month, then you can actually afford the house. It's scary, but like you could do that right now. I'm kind of leaning towards you putting more money into this four hundred one k. Also, are you doing a uh, a Roth solo or a pre tax solo? I'm doing um, pre tax solo. 
I mean, either way, I mean, I would probably do Roth, but either way, even if you are doing pre-tax, like I would max that out completely before you uh, do the IRA contribution because, you know, you can put away $20,500 in the Roth solo. And we'd rather you do that. And you have the cash flow to do it. Okay. Big picture. I think that what we'd like for you guys to be able to do is both of you to be able to put away 20,000 bucks or so into your retirement accounts. Your husband can't. So he's doing 14 plus the back door. You should definitely do max out the 401k, your solo 401k. You really should. It's super easy to do it. And then with your extra cash flow, you can do so much more. I think that you can probably afford the house in a year. So that means those proceeds from the house cannot go anywhere. But uh, my my big question to you is, what are you going to do to get the down payment if you say, you know, if you're going to buy a $900,000 house, you got 150 in proceeds. What else do you have that's floating around that could help give you a down payment on a $900,000 house? So part of the reason we're renting for a year is we also own a townhome in the far out suburbs that's not commutable to the city that is a rental. We could sell buried that the lead. as well. Buried, yeah. buried the lead on me. Thanks a lot. You made me sound like a dum-dum. Okay, Kim, how much is the townhouse worth? Um, it's worth three thirty, and we owe one ninety five. Did one of you live here? I mean, how did you come upon this? Well, it was before the uh, the market crash in 2008. My husband lived there by himself. He bought really, really young, and it was a bad idea. So he's basically just floated that, floated it down and floated it back up. Okay. So he's got 135 grand in equity, you guys have, and some of that would get eaten up with taxes. So there's like, essentially, are you going to sell it? Is that a done deal? Or is it like, are you guys on board with that? Yes. If, if we buy another place, we will sell that. All right. So Mark, here's what we got. We got the 150 with the, you're going to have to recapture some stuff. Has it been a legit rental? Like you've been depreciating it on your tax, on your tax returns, et cetera? Yes. So let's just say you'll have two fifty to put down. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a hundred grand out of this. So you have a hundred fifty from the proceeds of primary. You have a hundred grand from this. It'll probably be more than that. But let's just say you've got two hundred fifty thousand dollar down payment, right? Then you get that mortgage of your six fifty, right? And now we've got your mortgage at thirty five hundred a month. And uh, I think you can do this. How are the taxes in the place that you are living? Is it a high tax area? I imagine so, because usually people move to places that have good schools with high tax area, with a, which is a high tax area. It's probably considered a high tax area. I don't know any different because I've always lived here. So Okay. Okay. I feel fine about this. And by the way, I mean, in a year from now, the market could be different, but you can't invest the proceeds from the primary residence till we figure out the house thing. You can do this in a year. Mark, are you okay with this in a year? Of course. Given their current monthly cash flow plus the projected increase in salary, having this mortgage is not going to be a problem and they'll still be able to save for retirement. Yeah. So I'm sort of feeling like I would rather you think about doing this sooner rather than later. I think rates are, are going to be drifting higher. And by the way, um, you know, if it's a place you want to live, I thought you were moving like just to test it out and make sure you like it. If I presume you like it and it's going okay, then start looking in six months, start looking. Okay. In the meantime, you got the money, the proceeds, you're in good shape. Um, you should be maxing out your 401k. I think you can do this. I totally think you can do this. You're saving a lot of money. 
I mean, in your your expenses, you know, seventy five hundred bucks a month is not a lot in expenses for people who are making your income in a high cost of living area like the DC suburbs. Okay. And I did want to ask one question about the retirement savings. Okay. As I plan, I, I sort of set a goal for us by the end of the year to save about 40000 Does that sound like an appropriate target for us? Yeah, forty to 50000 I would say. Yeah, exactly. And you're good. You got, you got plenty of money. You're in great I shape. Think, you know, once you once your husband's putting in his fourteen and he's doing six in the IRA and you're maxing out your solo, then you can really turn your attention to the brokerage account. Exactly. And then and, and the reason the only reason why I would say that is that like you might as well do as much, you know, saving right now as you can and you can make it liquid and you'll have availability. I and mean, look, probably your biggest issue is going to be finding a home because of the lack of inventory. But I do think as interest rates start to drift up, I do think that more people are going, th- there is going to be some more inventory. I think that the whole scramble to buy a house is like going to start to moderate a little bit in the next, you know, year or two. I really do. You sound sort of nervous but and stressed, and, and I, I wish you weren't because I think you're okay. I really do. You don't seem convinced. What can I do to convince you? <laughs> I, really, I, I really want you to feel a little bit better about this. I am convinced. It makes me feel a lot better to hear you say that. It's right. just a weird feeling because we've made compromises for so long. And I think when you do that, sometimes you get complacent with making compromises, and it's really hard to take the leap. I feel good about it. I really do. Okay. Let's do some, let's do some down and dirty. You guys have some life insurance on one another? Yes. How much? So it's a little lopsided because my husband out earns me. So he has 2 million and I have 700,000. How about a state plan? Yes, we've done that. You got wills and all that stuff. Do you have any um, parents who you think you might have to take care of or siblings or anything like that? No. Oh, you are self-employed. Do you have um, disability insurance? I do. Yes. All right. Isn't it expensive? I was just looking at my own disability insurance because I'm now old. You know, Mark, I had to like almost remind myself like, Jesus, you know, you're almost 60. Maybe you don't need to pay for the disability. And then I realized all those people who canceled their policies like within five years of like retirement and they always get sick. Something horrible happens. So I won't I won't let it happen to myself. But it is expensive, right? Because you don't want to jinx yourself. Exactly right. Exactly right. No good cop, bad cop today, Jill. No, Both good cops. Two good cops. This is like Chips, an episode of Chips. Oh my God. Exactly right. I never watched that show, but I know what it is. So, um, all right. Kim from DC, don't drive yourself crazy looking right now because you are a year away from doing this, right? So you're familiarizing yourself with the market, get in touch with the neighborhoods that you like, all that stuff. But beyond that, don't creep out and go on to Zillow every day. Just calm down. You're going to be in good shape. So you got a year. So like in six months or nine months, you start looking, okay? And call us back if you've got something big or something has changed that we didn't anticipate, all right? Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right. If you would like to come on the Ion Money Show, just like Kim, and float a few different scenarios by us, we'd love to have you. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. While you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter, and you can follow this show, Ion Money, also our sister broadcast, Jill on Money, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Mark Talercio, just that was him you heard, co-host, executive producer. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We are distributed by CBS. 
Please do something nice for someone else today. Curiosity, compassion, community. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.